journey of discovery, the ultimate life. Well, good morning, everyone, and a very big warm welcome again to all who are joining us online this morning. And you've probably picked up that we're actually very joyful and overjoyed to be able to be with you this morning. And even though there's five of us, it's like there's 55 of us because we're not alone here. And we know that you're all with us and we can just really sense that uh, there are so many of you who are joining in with us. So a big warm welcome this morning. And as we know, we're continuing on the Ultimate Life series and you know, just the most powerful invitation from Jesus to come walk with me. And to begin with, what I want to say is that that is an invitation to love. It's an invitation to a love relationship with Jesus. So everything that we're going to speak about this morning is based in love. And I think that's a really important thing just to keep in the back of our minds as we take a look further this morning at uh, the Ultimate Life so the ultimate life is really about living life with Jesus. It's not about our circumstances as much as being about Jesus in our circumstances. And that is such a powerful thing when we have Jesus in every circumstance of our life. So I'm going to recap very quickly some of what Tim covered so well last week, just to take us back to some foundations. And we can see that before Jesus, we can see that our soul or our spirit, which is the heart of us there, was really influenced by the spirit of this age. And as we can see, Romans, sorry, 2 Corinthians tells us that the God of this age blinds um, those who do not believe to the light of the gospel. But after Jesus, what happens? Holy Spirit comes in and we are completely renewed in our spirit as was covered last week. And we've received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit of who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. And there's such a, a great place to be. That is such a great gift. And that is the beginning of our walk with Jesus. Now, what's actually happened is that we have actually been renewed in our spirit, but there is still our soul. And we're going to talk a bit about our soul this morning. And uh, our soul is uh, really the, the part of us that still needs to be transformed as we walk with Jesus. So we can see God's heart for our soul is this, that we have a healthy soul. So Paul was praying to his uh, friend Gaius. Actually, Gaius was actually uh, an associate of Paul as he was travelling. And Paul prayed this for him. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things, and be, as, and be in health just as your soul prospers. That's 3 John 1, 2. So Paul was talking about having a healthy body, but he was also talking about our soul being healthy in the same way. So we can see from this that it's God's heart that we have a healthy soul. And uh, over the next few weeks, we're going to be focusing on some of those areas of the soul. So we can see that we are made up of a soul, a spirit and a body. And a lot of people are familiar with that. So it's our spirit that is completely renewed when Jesus comes into our life. We know that Jesus can heal our physical bodies. He can also heal our souls. And there is a journey that we go through of our souls being healed and restored and becoming more like Jesus. And that's what we're going to focus on a bit this morning. So within our soul, we actually have three parts in our soul our mind, our will, and our emotions. 
And we talk a lot about our emotions because we are emotional beings and we are familiar with the fact that we do have emotions. We speak a lot about our mind because we know that our mind needs to be renewed to have the mind of Christ. But this morning, I want to focus a little bit on our will. That's the area that perhaps we haven't touched on as much as the other two areas, which will be touched on again as we go through this series. Let's take a look at the will. Now we can see that the soul is a whole thing. Our mind and our will and our emotions are all interconnected. So one doesn't function without the other. But the will is perhaps the more influential part of the whole process because it's deeper than the mind and the emotions. And it actually is the, the place where choices are made. And that's really what we are going to talk about this morning. So the, the soul itself, you can see that the will communicates what we want. So it's our will that actually says, I want this, I want this. I'm going to make a decision to do this. I'm making a choice to do this. And our will can be influenced. So how can our will be influenced? Well, by a lot of things. Our will can be influenced by what we look at, what we read, what we see, by other people, be influenced by God, can also be influenced by Satan. So we can see it's a very powerful part of our soul and there are many influences around our soul that we need to be aware of. So we have a choice though, because God has given us free will. So it's our will, a free will that God has given us to make choices. And we have a free will to make good choices. We can choose who or what we agree with. So with all of those influences that we talked about around our lives, we have a choice to say, this is what I'm going to agree with, this is what I'm going to discard. And it's very important that we actually exercise our will and be aware that that's part of walking with Jesus, exercising our will to make right choices to take us down the path with him. So agreement is actually an act of our will. We mightn't have thought about it that way, but if we agree with something, that's actually aligning our will with what we choose to agree with. And therefore, that can drive decisions that we make for our lives. So agreement is an act of our will, and it's a choice, and it's a daily choice. And we, our will needs to be actively engaged in choices that we make every day of our lives. That is so significant. Now let's have a look at this picture here. Now I know you won't be able to see it very clearly, but I'll just describe what this is showing us. This is the past that's gone away now. This is the past that Jesus has dealt with. Over on the far side here, we see life in Jesus Christ, which uh, we covered so well last week, that Tim covered so well last week. So that's the life that we have in Jesus. This is the past that we're moving away from. And in the middle, there's something else going on here. It's called Between the Times. And that's what we're talking about this morning, what we're touching on this morning. And there's a tension in here that we feel between the two, between what we know we are now and what we know we're moving away from with Jesus. So this tension involves a number of things. It involves dying to self-will, and we'll talk about that in a minute. And it's uh, rising to Christ and choosing to follow Christ. Repentance in the sense of turning away from those things that we don't want anymore and our renewed faith as it grows as we walk along this path. So that shows the tension and there is a tension that we do feel. And how many have felt that? I know I have felt that tension between the old and the new as you start to walk further down that path with Jesus. 
How many have struggled with feeling pulled in different directions or felt a lack of peace or uh, felt a tension between what you believe and what you're experiencing or even an inability to make a decision altogether? Well, that's the normal path, the part of journeying along this path that we encounter these things. And all of us at some stage experience it. Paul experienced it. He said to the Romans in uh, chapter 7, verses 15 to 17, he talked about that struggle between the old and the new. This is exactly what he was talking about. But he said, we have the power to overcome through Christ. Some experience tensions between their belief systems and their experience. What we think should be happening, what's actually happening, and that's caused by being in this in-between space here. And uh, we can believe things about God. It can lead to uh, beliefs about God that aren't right if we don't understand the path that we're on here. So when we come into a tension between what we think should happen and what's not happening, what we think we should be doing, what we're not able to do, if our will is, cap is captured at that point in time, we can believe things about God without realising that it's actually us who needs to change. And when we start to believe things about God that aren't right, that actually starts to imprison our will. It actually catches us in a place where we're caught in a wrong belief. And then we can start to feel powerless about our situation and powerless about being able to move forwards. And of course, that is not the truth. That is not the truth at all, because when walking with Jesus, we have the power through our relationship with Jesus and uh, through his spirit who walks with us for those things to change. To get through something, of course, something has to shift. To get through this, something has to shift, and it's not God. It's us. So it's us being willing to face our issues and us being willing to face our circumstances. And this ultimately leads to our growth in our relationship with God. And I can testify that once we come through some of these places, your relationship with God is so enriched and so enhanced because you discover who he really is and you discover his love as he helps you face these things here that are causing that tension. So the truth is that it ultimately leads to a relationship with God. And the truth is this, and remember this, the truth is that a greater awareness of Jesus leads to healing, leads to restoration and recovery as we grow spiritually through his power. So our awareness of Jesus here is what helps us grow. It's what helps us find the truth. And it is such a love relationship. Jesus will never touch us with anything other than love. And as we face our issues, we face it knowing that we're fully loved and fully accepted by Jesus. So the ultimate life is about a continual surrender to Jesus in what is the greatest, well, I would say, the greatest love relationship of all time. Now, what this looks like is this. Let's just focus on the will a little bit now. And this shows the tension sometimes and a battle that can go on with our will. And how many have experienced that? I know I have. God's will, what is this? Is it God's will versus my will? Is it uh, my will versus Satan's will? Who's in control? God? Us? Satan? What should I be doing? Should I be surrendering my will to Jesus? Should I be using my will to resist Satan? These are the issues, these are the things that come up when we find ourselves in these struggles with the will. 
So how do we know which is which? Well, that's part of our journey and we have Jesus by his spirit to help us know which is which. We have the word of God to help us know which is which. So first of all, Romans chapter 8 and verse 29 tells us this. When God's will is in control, he's going to conform us to the image of Christ because that's the purpose that God has for our lives. So there's a real key we can look at. The Bible reveals that as his ultimate purpose. So everything that's happening here, Jesus is working to conform us, to be like him. Also, our souls will tell us as well. If there's peace in our soul, there is peace in our soul when we're following God's will. We can have that struggle sometimes to find God's will and there can be a time when there's a tension, but there's an absolute peace in your soul when you know you have found, yes, this is God's will. So things like anxiety and torment, they tell us that something needs to change and it's usually us. It's usually not somebody else. Circumstances around us can um, cause us to feel those things but it's us who have to change in terms of dealing with those things. And that's another area of the soul which we won't go into this morning. But I think we're getting the message here. I think we're getting the message that as we walk with Jesus, we are the ones who change and we are the ones who grow and we are the ones who learn to handle the circumstances in our lives and to make the changes that we need to make. So as we said before, we need the word of God because that is our ultimate uh, reference point. And one of our core values here is God's word spoken and written. And Psalm 119.05 tells us this, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Our ultimate choice, our ultimate choice is to choose to align ourselves with the truth of God's word. That is our ultimate choice. Now, we may have given our will over to Satan who traps us into a cycle of continuous struggles that we can't break out of or find ourselves breaking out of. We may have inherited something that has led us into that cycle. And I know myself, I can remember struggling with fears, fears for the future, fears of being rejected, fears of, for the well-being of my family. And once I realised that with Jesus, there was the power to break that cycle, I was able to become free of those things. And so can you but it's an act of your will to choose to be free. It's an act of your will to choose to be free of things of the past and things that uh, are, are entrapping you, if you like, or you might feel entrapped that you can't move forwards because the truth is that you can. The good news is Jesus is here to set us free from those areas when we surrender our will to him and use our will to reject the lies, the things that are not true, and to choose Jesus. So come walk with me is the invitation into a growing relationship with Jesus. The ultimate life is about letting go, letting Jesus be the leader, letting him have his way. And sometimes that means being the one to give way in a difficult situation. Sometimes it means surrendering your rights so that Jesus can move into a situation and do what he does best which is to work for the good of everyone in a situation. And that means surrendering our will to the will of Jesus, which is for the good of everyone in a situation. Now, our culture is very focused on the individual. There are many I's and me's. 
But we were made to live in community where the you is more important than the I. And never has there been a lesson for us that illustrates that more than the situation that we are now facing in our own community here. So the ultimate life is about walking with Jesus and becoming more like him. We're influenced by those we walk with, as we saw before. So hanging out with Jesus is going to be a great place to be, isn't it? We're going to become more like him. So God has created each one of us with the capacity to love him, to love ourselves and to love others. So the walk with Jesus is a daily walk. It's a relational walk. It's a living faith that's fully engaged in everyday situations. So we've talked a lot about community transformation. and I know we all have such a heart to see our community transformed. But the truth is, community transformation begins with you and I and our walk with Jesus. Our walk with Jesus is a walk of transformation. It's a gentle and loving surrender. And God will never overpower your own will. But he lovingly invites us to surrender our will to him so that he can bring us through that journey of transformation. Jesus invites us to choose him and to choose his ways. And he's inviting us to do that this morning. God is wanting each one of us to grow and to change. His transforming agent is Jesus by his spirit. And he's inviting this morning those who don't yet know Jesus to step and come into that relationship with him. You see, life change comes from turning our lives and our wills over to God. Not us being in charge, not at all. It comes from turning that over to God because he does this best. Recognising his sovereignty. As we said before, your spirit is the one that's made like Jesus when you accept him. And from there, that walk with Jesus transforms those areas of our soul. So come walk with me is an invitation from Jesus today to surrender our will to him, to let go of trying to do life in your own strength and to choose to allow Jesus to lead. So let's worship with Sam for a couple of minutes and then I would love to pray with you. Through it all, through it all, my eyes are on you. Through it all, through it all, it is well. Through it all, through it all, my eyes are on you, and it is well. Through it all, through it all, so through it all. Still know 
So first of all, I'd like to invite anyone this morning who can feel that tugging in your heart and you know that Jesus is touching you. You know that because you can feel it and you can all hear from God because He knows you long before you know Him. So if that's you this morning, I'd like you to join with me in a prayer. So let's say this together. Jesus, I need you in my life. I know that I can't make it on my own. I know that you died in my place. Jesus, come into every area of my life. Come in right now. I hold nothing back from you. I choose now to leave my past behind. And I give my life to you. Right now. For you to direct it, Jesus. And for you to make me whole again. I hold nothing back, Jesus. I want you to be Lord of my life. So if that's you, I just pray for you right now that as you start your journey with Jesus, that you would know his love, that you would know his transforming power. We call it grace. That you would know him and you would uh, just uh, find your life begin to change, that you would start to find freedom. And if that's you, let us know somehow that you've made that decision. You can uh, private message us on Facebook. You can put it in the feed if you want to. You can contact us at office at manninghamcc.org. You can uh, contact us through our website. But let us know because we want to be on that journey with you. So for those this morning who may have had struggles with their will or struggles in that area of their life and may have been afraid to surrender their will to God, What I want to say to you is this. You're surrendering your will to the one who loves you. You're surrendering your will to the one who wants the best for you. You're surrendering your will to the one who can do over and above in your life what you can ever imagine. And I sense that there are people who have been experiencing struggles in that area. And sometimes there's a fear 
of letting go because when we're in control, we feel good. We feel that we're in control, but really we're not. When we think we're in control, we're actually shutting God out. So by surrendering control of our own lives to God, we're allowing Him to do what He does best. And I want to speak to those who are feeling that fear right now and I want to reassure you that Jesus will only ever touch you with love. When you open up your life to Him and expose those areas that you're struggling with to Him, and we're going to pray in a minute, I want you to know that He will never condemn you, that He will never, ever think negatively of you. He will only see you with the eyes of love, those eyes that He died on the cross for you, that you will be whole again, that you will be healed again. So I'm going to pray and I want you to join in with me in this prayer. And we're going to ask Jesus to help you and Jesus to show you. And I'm inviting each and every one who's watching right now because there's always areas for each of us that Jesus wants to touch. So Jesus, would you show us which area in our soul, in the area of our will that you would like to show us that we can surrender to you in this moment, that we can continue to grow in our journey with you. So Lord, we thank you for this. We thank you, Jesus. And I'm going to lead you in a prayer. So Lord Jesus, Jesus, I know that you want the best for me. Lord, I don't want to struggle on my own anymore. So Lord, I give that area of struggle over to you right now. Jesus, I choose to surrender my will to your will because I know that I can trust you with my life. Thank you, Jesus. Now, that's very powerful. And you can pray that prayer any time you come up against the situation where you're struggling. And sometimes the struggle in the will is just not knowing what to do. And there are times when it's good just to hand that over to Jesus in that place of just not knowing what to do and trust that He is going to show you and He is going to lead you because that is what Come Walk With Me is all about. It's that place of walking with Jesus in that love relationship where He leads you, where He heals you and where He restores you. But it requires the surrender of our will to His. And who else would you want to surrender to? So Jesus, we thank you for this. And Lord, we just thank you for all of those watching this morning. And uh, I pray that uh, you have enjoyed this morning, that Jesus has touched your life. And uh, even during this week, I pray that he will continue to touch your life. He will continue to show you. And let's not listen to any of the voices of condemnation that want to tell us anything other than the truth of the love of Jesus for you. So we've had a great morning this morning. We hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, we know that uh, God is continuing to work despite whatever circumstances we have. He is greater than that. His love and His power is greater than that. So you have a great week. And uh, we so look forward to seeing you soon. And as we've said before, stay connected with us through our online platforms, through our online groups. And have a great week and we will see you next week.